0: Welcome to the family with Teppie David,
1: Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, they don't like eight degrees
2: below zero Catherine Brand.
3: <laughs> Andy Brandt, Andy <laughs> Rampernard and Mike Bryant, <laughs>
1: wouldn't want to dwell mother,
2: <laughs> <laughs> sucks out there, should Suck. I tell <laughs> what
0: Jay Leno once said to you? Oh god, no, no, just move
2: on, no. you're friends with Jay Leno?
4: Good friends.
0: This is a true story. It's like me and Sylvester's still out. Jay Leno hates me. (laughs) Catherine's 21 years old. I'm 29 years old. We go out to Los Angeles to, i got to cut some commercials and resign from Capitol and do all this stuff. And We go to the comedy store to see all these people. Mm -hmm. And Catherine didn't like this comedian because he got really nasty about women and body parts and all that. So she's like, oh my God, right? So Jay Leno's the next guy comes out and he goes, "So uh, where's the woman that made the comment during the last guy?" And Catherine puts her hand up. He like goes, an
2: idiot. He goes, <laughs>
0: There's your first mistake. Why
2: did I do that?
0: So Leno goes, "Where you from, man?" And she goes, uh, "Minnesota." He goes, "Oh, a frozen bitch." <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's me, frozen bitch. Thank, what you, we Jay. Call her? <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thank now you, Jay. Now it's a term of mm-hmm.
0: endearment in the family. Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Kick things off. Robert Matson, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest up next.
4: We can go live? Yeah, I think so. Okay. This is one of those weeks you got to watch out for because it's really cold right now. And then it's going to warm up supposedly into the 40s by the end of the week. So, what happens is it goes icy and then back up, and people get going too fast. And that's why we have collisions that are horrible in those circumstances. And so, you got to slow down, you got to give yourself time, and you got to make sure you get there safely for both you and other people. Yep, Looking see, I, 40s. Just, I just read those 40s. I see we I got knew 21
0: it tomorrow, 28 Wednesday, 40 on Thursday. And then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's going to be in the
3: 40s all next That's
0: week.
2: That's going to feel fabulous. Oh, oh is is Very it
3: weird. Brad, Sean, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> <What
5: is it? laughs> this
3: has been your weather report from Brad, Sean, exactly. Brian. Okay.
5: <laughs> By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLO on top.
0: To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da.
3: Jammin'.
0: All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I got a great story for you, and we also have Robert Matson. This will just take sixty seconds, Robert, I promise. But. Uh, Robert just to let you know we're in a we're in a five-story uh, complex over here in St. Louis Park, Minnesota and they've been redoing some of the suites and making oh, a lot of drill. noise, yeah, what's and going drilling on out and all there? that stuff.
3: There's like hardboard all yeah, over the place. They're moving stuff gone. so they don't want
0: to mar the walls oh, up. Okay. But this is the greatest. I co- I come walking down the hallway this morning and this young man comes up to me goes, "Tom, I just want you to know uh, that we're going to be doing some drilling." <laughs> But we're listening to the show. He said, we've been listening to the show every day. And when you're not on is when we do our drilling. And he goes, we have to do a lot of drilling on literally on this wall right behind me. They oh, have to Ray drill Ray. on that. And they did it between the morning show and the podcast. So, again, you have to thank Mark and Nick. Those are the two guys. And it was really funny because I met both of them. Very nice guys. You know, they're listeners and all the rest of it. And <laughs> I came back on the air and I said, I'm really glad I didn't do something when they were drilling. I'm glad I didn't say I'm going to go over there and kick their ass <laughs> right. because they're both pretty big fellows. <laughs> I'll tell you that.
2: Did you pretend to go on break to see if they really if they started? <laughs> yeah,
4: yes. everybody equal. He asked them to, to, I asked to, drill. to do drill. <laughs> and they did. They
0: did. Oh, I said, Mark,
4: Mark, Nick, drill. They go.
0: So Mark, I know. Mark and Nick, I know you're listening. If you wanted to give us a couple of zzz, zzz, that's cool. <laughs> Unless you're at lunch. We you don't get it lunch. during the day, do you? That's well, probably
1: lunch. During the I was podcast? Say, the podcast is not No, bad. not
0: usually. Just but, in the morning? But they're doing this wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. You should see that suite. That suite is about the size of a ship. Who's going in there? Uh, somebody from downstairs. Okay. The I size mean, it of is, a
1: ship.
0: Honestly, like a it ship? is huge. It's a like beautiful a suite ship? over there. Yeah. It's got all these glass walls, and then you can overlook the atrium mm-hmm. or you can overlook outside. It's just beautiful.
4: Nice. remember
2: you promised 60 seconds.
0: Yeah, there we go. That was 60 <laughs> seconds. That's why. wasn't
2: <laughs> just reminding you.
0: Hit the, hit the post. Right. I, uh, Alex is going to get all whipped up. Catherine's going to get all whipped up. I'm no whipped. doubt about it. Robert Matson, our special guest. The book is called Warrior Audrey Hepburn.
4: <laughs> oh, nice. Okay.
0: See, I'm I told up. you, Robert. I'm whipped up. <laughs> these women are huge Audrey Hepburn fans. How are you doing, Robert? Me more
6: than mom. Yeah, Alex definitely. I'm yep. well.
0: How are you? Marvelous. Have you always been a big Audrey Hepburn fan? How did you start?
6: Actually, no. Uh, I never gave Audrey Hepburn much thought uh, until I was actually in the Netherlands researching a book about Jimmy Stewart's combat career in World War II. Oh, sure. And uh, while I was there, I, I learned that Audrey Hepburn had spent World War II in the Netherlands under Nazi occupation, which Oh. I didn't know. I didn't, and, know. I didn't uh, and so I wrote a book called Dutch Girl um, with Audrey's son, Luca Dotti. Oh, sure. And that, and after we had so much fun working together, we were looking for another project. He's the one that suggested that, that I do a book that covered his mother's, what he considered, you know, the greatest time of her life when she was working for UNICEF as what he called... A Badass Soldier for Unicef.
0: <laughs> That's a pretty good title, actually. I like that title well, a lot. We,
6: we talked about calling it Badass Soldier, but we thought maybe not. So so it ended up being called Warrior. What's,
0: what's so g- great about that, supremely talented, stunningly beautiful woman. What a presence she had. Uh, and instead of using that to make things up as she went along or to do this or to do that, she used it to on her great career, but she also used it to help people, which I think is quite admirable.
6: Yeah, and the thing was, she was a very private person living this great retirement in sure. Switzerland. And the last thing that she wanted to do or would have chosen to do was to get a lot of attention for herself. Um, from the press and whatever but since it was for children since she knew very well what it was like to live through a wartime situation as a young person and she had starved almost starved to death during the hunger winter in the netherlands so she had all these things added up she felt it an obligation to go out and help people and and that's why one of the reasons she was a, a badass soldier
0: I think it's just a great story. Now Alex uh, our our daughter we I do this show with my my wife, our son, our daughter and a couple of family friends. And Alex our daughter, what what was it Alex about Audrey Hepburn?
1: I don't know. I think that she won that she's just mm-hmm. was a really good person.
0: Yep, seemed like it.
1: Um and she's just, you know, that classic actress and very classy.
3: She's comported herself well, that's the way you look at it.
1: Yeah. She kind of codified
3: the transatlantic actress
1: yeah. Know, archetype. Yeah, and she didn't have any specific... You know, like Marilyn Monroe had the whole, like, sex symbol right. and, like, flashy. Mm. And, like, Audrey Hepburn was never super flashy or anything. She was just like, I'm just going to do my job and, you know, put myself together nicely and be kind
0: which would you like, agree? Would you agree with that, Robert? Is that a pretty apt description?
6: Yeah, uh, there were no scandals. No, nope. you know, uh, she didn't fall off the pedestal and get caught off mic. You know, there was none of that because that wasn't the way she was. She was just kind of a, she was a very positive, kind of, goofy person. <clears throat> she had a great little sense of humor, which is really, you know, uh, sewn into the narrative of this book, Warrior. It's, it's this is a very intimate look at audrey the way she really was and i think the way she really was with what you described all of you there as you know this this good person um is captured here and and that really was her you know the very upbeat to the very end of her life when she's dying of cancer she's still Trying to take take care of other people. She could be oppressive taking care of other people, you know, because she was determined to make sure you were all right, whoever you were, wherever you were.
0: God, what a story. How long ago did she die?
6: She died in January
0: of 93. Oh, my God, almost 30 years that Yeah, it's been a while. So
4: looking at all your books, I mean, Lombard, Errol Flynn, uh, Jimmy Stewart, what got you interested in that time period?
6: I'm a Hollywood guy. You know, I've always, I think my dad got me into classic Hollywood. And so I look for those stories. I don't consider myself really a biographer. I'm more of a storyteller that'll take pieces of someone's life, like Errol Flynn's house. I did what I think my, I had a co-author on that one, is the only book devoted, it's like a biography of a house, because Errol Flynn's house had secret passageways and and viewing rooms so he could look at uh women undressing and watch people having sex i mean so <laughs> that was a story ew
0: <laughs> i know um, really
1: yeah
0: <laughs> 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 robert you got them all whipped up over here
6: <laughs> that's gross so, so that's one and then carol lombard um this was a story uh, fireball was a book about uh the plane crash that killed Carol Lombard oh. and the circumstances oh, sure. around that and the rescue effort to try to save her on this mountaintop. And Stewart's was about his um, combat career, 20 missions over Germany, which nobody really knew about because he wouldn't talk about it. Right. And then Dutch Girl is the untold story. So, yeah, I, I try to tell stories that, you know, that open people's eyes.
0: Oh, I understand that completely. Look, I mean, I, I was a maybe I was a typical kid of my era, I thought that Marlon Brando was the do-all, end-all, be-all, the greatest of all time, but I, I suppose that's just, that's that period, though, isn't it?
6: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Stars used to be bigger than life. They're not yep. quite that way now. They had the big build-up. And Audrey was, uh, you know, she benefited from the Paramount Pictures build-up in the 1950s and became the highest-paid actress in Hollywood by the end of the decade.
0: My favorite quote by Marlon Brando, only because it's funny. He was just before his death. He was asked about uh, Burt Reynolds, and his response was, "I hate him." <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that was his whole response. It's like, okay, well, Hollywood. You said you're a Hollywood guy. It, how is it living in Hollywood? Because it's not real, yet it is real. That's boy, it's got to be an interesting life, I would imagine.
6: Yeah, um, it's it's the most sequestered life in a way that you could possibly live because everybody hides behind walls and landscaping, uh, and you would never know who lives where anymore because everybody. Uh, values privacy above any everything because of you know social media and right. paparazzi. So it, it's it used to be you know a, a big little town and now it's just like a prison. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that that
0: there's a great description of it. It is like a prison now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I you know going back to Audrey Hepper and we're talking to Robert Matson, M-A-T-Z-E-N. Actually, the book is available everywhere on Amazon, Thank you. obviously. Um, warrior Audrey Hepburn. How did she know just by standing there not making a lot of noise she'd be the most impressive? She is the most non-talking, impressive person that I've ever seen on screen.
6: I've never heard it described exactly that way, but I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's true. Um, She had a presence. She had a star's presence, and part of that came from the fact that she was from Dutch aristocracy. Her mother was a Baroness hmm. uh, and, and so she was brought up in, a, in that kind of entitled setting. You know, I mean like they were Dutch aristocrats and that's another reason she ended up being with UNICEF was because um, of the noblesse oblige that went with being a fun hamster. That was her family name. Um, they always help those less fortunate, and she took that to heart. She had had that drummed into her all her life, and that's the way she lived the last years of her life, helping others because she was trained to do it.
4: Her movie career was it short, and was that by choice or because I mean the number of movies she did comparably to what was probably available to her um, at that time?
6: Yeah uh she her career was really 15 years okay if you think about it uh from roman holiday in 1953 to wait until dark in 1967 and then she retired from the screen to raise her son and then her second son and she was happy to do that until they got to be of age you know her one son went to hollywood and started working in the business her other son when he went away to college in italy that's when she was like, oh, wow, you know what? Now what am I gonna do with my life? Because she was 58, but she was a young 58. She had been a dancer all her life. That's all she wanted to be was a dancer her whole life. <laughs> and so she had a dancer's regimen, you know, a dancer's body, a dancer's stamina. And it's like, well, I'm, I don't wanna be retired. I, I feel the need to do something. And so she sort of backed into UNICEF that way.
0: What a great story this is! And, and, and now, where did you meet her son?
6: Um, when I had a draft of Dutch Girl, I wanted to check it for accuracy, oh, okay. and so I I contacted the sons. and Luca is sort of the family historian, and he was into it from the beginning. Hmm. And he said that that Dutch Girl really helped him connect all the dots of, of stories his mother had told him. Um, so now he knew the history behind it, and that's how he and I got to working together. And we're very much alike. It's it's kind of weird how alike we are and how how well we got along.
0: Does everybody recognize? I mean, the thing that I this is going to sound like a weird question, Robert, because uh, the, the reference I'm going to make doesn't tie in in any way. But um, I also do a morning show in Toronto. We had some people on, and we were talking about stars, and these people were around. 30 maybe 28 29 30 something like that and i was asking them questions about this that and the other thing and i asked him a question about god who was it that i asked a question about oh it's a big star damn it i can't think of his name now that's terrible i just got over covid by the way so my brain isn't working (laughs) properly robert that's the problem i have that's why i sound the way i sound because i literally just got over covid a few days ago it was a thrill robert real thrill Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, It was Christopher Walken That's who it was I had to think for a while But I asked these guys They were sitting around a table And I said Give me your take on Christopher Walken And they said Who? And I said Christopher Walken They had no idea Who Christopher Walken was And the reason I bring that up Robert is I'm uh, You know Not old enough To have known Audrey Hepburn You know In my adulthood Uh, She was I was a little child When she was a big star But I remember everything she ever did. I also knew, you know, that my grandmother loved Rudy Valley. Why have we lost it? You would think with social media they'd know more about people like Christopher Walken, not less. Why why are they not paying attention to previous work? That makes no sense to me.
6: I can honestly say no one's ever asked me this question before.
0: Look
6: at you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a cool we guy, we Robert. You should see him. He's holding his hands COVID. up like he's <laughs>
2: right. sharing coming into a crowd. <laughs> it must be the COVID,
0: Robert. That's what it is.
6: Well, <coughs> so I, I have a, a theory, and the theory is that some people stand the test of time and some people don't. Uh, Rudy Valley is not rev- relevant anymore.
0: No, uh, no.
6: To anybody, really, uh, except if you're a classic, um, well, no, to nobody.
0: <laughs> uh, <that's my> <laughs> well thank you Robert
6: <laughs> but Audrey has this timelessness Right. And I analyze that a lot why, why is she still relevant today because she brings a smile to almost everybody's face just when you mention her name and I think it's because of this extra dimension of the nice person that you described earlier you yeah. know? Um, uh, and, and what she did for UNICEF and how that sort of sank into the public consciousness, even 30 years later, you know, she still has a name that's maybe the most famous movie star name out there.
4: Do do you find that when you write a book about Lombard or Stewart, that it does bring new people into figuring out who they are and what, what there is about them?
6: A little bit, but not a lot. Like in Carol Lombard's case, you know, she's got diehard fans out there and that'll sell a certain number of books. But she, she's another one that hasn't really stood the test of time. She made a couple of pictures that maybe five people in a hundred have heard of. <laughs> but um, like Jimmy Stewart, every Christmas I get asked to appear to talk about It's a Wonderful Life. And oh, sure. The fact that he came right out of World War II to be in It's a Wonderful Life and he was still suffering PTSD. And everybody wants to know about that okay. you know? Wow. so he still has that relevance once a year
0: <laughs> isn't that that what an amazing story that is was it was it clark gable that went up on the mountain and got Car- carol
4: lombard wasn't it
6: was it gable that that's a um it's a myth it's sort of a little bit true he started up the mountain to find his wife
4: <laughs> like never mind. just
6: as they were coming down to say i'm sorry she's dead."
4: No, oh. uh, that's
6: part of the
0: story. It's yeah. just so he didn't go and pick her body up and carry her down the mountain like they claim. No. I kind of no. thought that was probably Yeah, just go <laughs> ahead and grab her body and bring her down whenever you feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I never did buy that part of it, but hey, it was, you know, makes Clark good Gable. Makes a story. Yeah, it makes a great story about two uh two big uh, movie stars, no question about it. Is there and this is an odd question too, I suppose, but is there anyone right now that you'd even compare to Audrey Hepburn?
6: In terms of the humanitarian aspect, um, Angelina Jolie was greatly influenced by yeah, Audrey Hepburn I and that. is not shy saying so. Um, and she did a lot of work for refugees earlier in her life, not so much now. But uh, in terms of a unique personality that's sort of along the lines of former aristocracy you know who can speak five languages and command attention just by standing there no wow
0: yeah isn't that that's a very good way to put it she stood there because i remember that as a little child thinking she hardly talks she doesn't move rapidly or whip her arm you know she doesn't draw attention to herself and yet i'm fascinated by what she's doing I remember yeah. that as a little boy watching that.
6: Uh-huh. Yeah, I had seen one, I saw one of her pictures in the theater, and that was Robin and Marion, which was supposed to be her comeback picture. And she only made that because her son was on summer break. Mm. Uh, and so she went to Spain and made this picture. And when it came out, I remember the hoopla about Audrey Hepburn, and I thought, I don't get it. I mean, mm. she's, <laughs> yeah, she's really pretty, but... yeah. I, you know, I was in college at the time and I, I, I did not get it. Uh, so it's kind of funny that I ended up, you know, writing two books about her.
0: Yeah, because as you said, you were, you didn't get it at first, but, um, mm-hmm. and now you do, Robert. It certainly sounds like you get it now. I get it now. Isn't that how life's, spo- and that's what writing a book is all about, isn't it? I got it and I want you to get it too. That's what writing your book was about, I'm assuming.
6: Yeah, it's getting in touch with a person. It's understanding the person and what makes them tick, and that sometimes can take a long time. And then, and sometimes, like in the case of Errol Flynn, you're like, "Oh, wow! I'm sorry, I know how he." he
0: is now. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true.
6: But and like, but with Jimmy Stewart and Audrey Hepburn, these are really classy people. You know, really good people to spend a couple of years of your life with. Hmm.
0: You know, that whole era, I'm glad you you said that because looking back at that era, you know, uh, um, who's the British actor that everybody, he was, everybody can do an impression of the guy, uh, what the hell's his name, he, he was in all the Hitchcock movies and all that stuff, Cary, Cary Grant. Grant, yeah, oh, Cary okay. Grant, so, so, why was it in that era that the cary grants i mean they always seemed like such classy movie star people to me as a little boy was that just me lying to myself no, or were they? their no,
2: outfits were very nice they were they, they had dress? nice outfits
3: that's true there was Great. no twitter back then that yeah. helps a lot <coughs> that's true It that
4: was also the image they were promoting mm-hmm. for them
0: yeah that's true that's true so robert basically i just got sucked in by their promotion is that what happened
6: well these were very well trained people. The studio system brought them up well and and trained them and taught them how to be on camera and they dressed them really well and they like Alan Lance, what, five foot four, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And but that you would never know it. Claude Rains was five foot three or four. You would never know it. Claude
4: Rains was that's small? and they really? accentuated
6: all the good parts. <laughs>
0: Robert, I think now you just up upset Michael. You didn't know the claw ring was that small. <laughs>
4: wow! They're watching the show on a delay.
6: He was short, but he was a giant.
4: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was always true. on screen. He was huge. He was a big guy yeah. on screen. No, you're
0: absolutely right. That's that's very very true. But yeah, that's what Hollywood's all about, man. They they put it up on the screen, and you look and go, oh, okay. Um,
2: can I ask a question?
0: Nope, you're out. <laughs> you're out. Okay,
2: so Audrey came from nobility. Uh, and back in those days, the studio contracts were sometimes very oppressive to people and even sometimes cruel, depending on if you were making money on, on the films and if you were in or out or whatever. Um, did Audrey, because she had a little uh, connection, uh, uh, lots of connections, was she treated better than other people by the studios?
6: No. By the time that Audrey signed her contract... Uh, with Paramount. This was after the de Havilland decision, and that changed everything. Um, You're absolutely right that the studios were slaveholders until 1945 when the de Havilland decision changed Hollywood, and she got freedom from her contract. She broke her contract, basically, with Warner Brothers. And then by the time Audrey came along in the 50s, things were much better for actors, and so she did not face any of that you know, um, oppressiveness okay. from Paramount. Paramount loved her and, and put her in only the best vehicles that they could, and, and she had a great agent too.
3: Well, God, if you look at some of the actors, especially pre-code actors like Harold Lloyd, the stuff that the studios had them do—very real danger to their lives—they would never do that to a uh, oh, an actor well, look, look these days. Look at things. Judy
2: Garland; they drugged God, her. Through. Yeah. They were pouring drugs down her
0: throat. Yeah,
3: they were. Well, but I mean, like. This was on camera. They they would be doing bits, like there's one famous bit, I think it was Harold Lloyd, where he's taking down a barn, and the front of the barn comes down and smashes him, except he, it doesn't smash him because he goes through the window, so it narrowly avoids smashing him, but it was all real. It was an actual front of a barn coming oh down on God. him oh, and offense. him going through the window. If Man. he had been a foot in any direction... Yeah, he would have been, been killed. Yeah, And there, there was no way they would do anything like that. Oh, God, number. no. <laughs> yeah, the actors were, yeah, they, they were very expendable back then. The whole different kettle of fish. Ladies
0: and gentlemen, the book is called Warrior, Audrey Hepburn, Robert Matson, M-A-T-Z-E-N. Books available everywhere. Robert, a great subject. Thank you so much for your time today.
6: You guys are great. You speak classic Hollywood, and I appreciate that. <laughs> well,
0: we appreciate you. Yeah, come back anytime you want, Robert. We'd love to have you back. Cool. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. We'll take Thanks. a break. Be right back with the family. And we are back with stretches picks.
6: You know, Tom. Uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks.
0: Yeah. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle,
6: President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company.
5: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner.
6: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses.
5: Take Raymond Autobody of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business.
6: When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop.
5: We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here.
0: If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them, trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers.
6: Sounds like we really won
4: you over, Tommy.
0: Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life I'm
2: <laughs> going
4: <laughs> Leave me alone. Fond
2: memories of your very strange
4: father. <laughs> One of the things he touched on and, and we talked about last week and then you look at it overall, the idea that a whole group of people left to go to the war is pretty amazing. I know. I mean, imagine mm-hmm. like today having something that would take everybody out for, I mean, I guess sort of COVID's done that a little bit. Yeah, a little But just bit, the yeah. idea that, you know, Ted Williams went off, yeah, Willie did. Mays yeah. went off, yep. Jimmy Stewart. I mean, all these group of people are just like, oh, yeah, I got to go into service. Elvis Presley took his pictures or whatever ever eat it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that was That's absolutely he
5: amazing. He made it, what, a seed? Uh,
4: Dean, you know, yeah, Dean Martin? Yeah, Dean yeah. Martin. Well, let's Frank see. Parker. All of them. I heard that Dean Martin was never really drunk. It was all an act. It was all apple juice. Really? It was all That's apple really? juice? It was all apple juice. Wow. wow, he was good at acting, man. I'm going to tell
0: you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd love it. And he'd literally start walking and go, like, drunk. fall sideways. No, he could like really drunk. act drunk, yeah, though. True. I yeah, I mean, it was he did, yeah. It
4: was. He would. There were times it was like it really seemed like he was drunk. Yeah, well,
2: when they've approached him about getting a show, he said, "I want, I need an angle, I need an angle," and they said,
4: I'm the drunk, too yeah. drunk."
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he allows you drunk, absolutely. Well, if you listen to ash. Michael Bublé. Yeah, he absolutely puts on this like you oh, know beautiful. half in the oh, bag yeah. slur. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole that Which bothers crooner. the hell out of me. That's I hate the whole
1: it. crooner thing. But it no, is. That's
3: it's, what they that's, do. That's his Martin, act. Well, actually,
0: the Mills Brothers invented that, and then Dean Martin borrowed it from them. Oh my God, movie. we watched it. What wait a minute, what what is I just this just praise
3: black people in front of Tevin. What a mistake! What, what, Why did I <laughs> <they> do it? <laughs> like he even knows who the Mills Brothers <laughs> are. I <laughs> <laughs> don't even know the Mills Brothers. I don't even know who the Mills
0: Brothers are. The greatest singing force of General Mills. Wait, wait, wait. The greatest <laughs> no, one of the greatest
4: quartets of all time. Okay, we backed off a little bit because right, the greatest of all, you were going to give them number one. Right, them and them I think there's quartets. a couple other quartets that have like been up there.
0: I don't know. The Mills Brothers were good. Cab Driver, Wabblin' Round the <laughs> blah. blah. Here we have <laughs> <laughs> been watching a lot <laughs> of uh, do, do, <laughs> Dean Martin
2: stuff because the documentary came out.
0: And then, well, what Callie, did you
2: buy? What are these terrible things that you bought? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bought ten Christmas specials
4: okay
2: they're Uh, very retro
4: they're really (laughs) retro (laughs) is it like when you would go sit around your tv that had the dial and it's all black (laughs) and white yeah well Well, there was a there
2: was a share one oh (laughs) Oh, my god God. it was so bad oh Oh, my god chastity who's now what is chastity is now a boy a man charles charles was on it like with the Shirley Temple curls and the great big skirts, and she she sort of paraded her around in this special, and it was so bad. But is this
4: with Sonny or after Sonny? No, it's after Sonny. Did the Almond Brothers show up? Uh,
2: No, No.
0: the Almond Brothers were not there, but there were some great, there there are ten total. The first one, and I bought all ten of them, boy, they were expensive, though. You didn't, I didn't oh, rent them. I bought them. Of course, you did. I bought all ten of them. Of course. You
4: did. did you buy them and digitally and or like is this a physical? You have the Blu-ray. It's, it's, it's a VHS.
0: It's a <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know you got
1: how much VHS tapes each. tapes in the mail. <laughs> you,
4: you know how much
0: each special cost me? I bought ten of them. Twenty-five
4: each. I'm gonna say like ten
0: dollars each. Ten cents each. Oh. What was it ninety-nine cents for all ten of them? Well, that's, that's
1: the quality, oh is quality is so bad. So what do he
0: you got here? God. we got dean and frank Kay. Dean martin the dean Shares. martin show with Frank and i thought yesterday
4: oh, so i feel bad for you guys <laughs> no, no they're great good. they're this actually good stuff. really oh, good the
2: dean martin sure. one was pretty good except for that medley that they well, went handy. on
4: and long on medley. and on that and, on. A
0: and i
2: bet i bet they had no <laughs> rehearsal on that one it but
0: here's my favorite part.
2: really thrown together
0: and actually brian's up did a little research while i was talking about it on the morning show it happened to her all the time, and I didn't know this, but the very first one is Judy Garland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That one I cool. want
2: to see. Except yeah, for
0: see right on the, the label for the special, it says... Judy Garland. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. misspelled it. They all the time spelled it Garland. Oh my god. Her life Over the amazing. Rainbow it's is sad.
4: like
1: the saddest thing I've yeah. ever I seen. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>. <laughs> while the studios so sad. turned her into a drug addict.
2: So, yeah. Judy uh, Garland. Of on too. this topic. Yeah.
4: Do you know who gets drunk and becomes Sammy Davis Jr. when she Kevin? gets drunk? Really? Cassie. No, not. No. Cassie.
0: Cassie goes all Sammy Davis Jr. when she gets drunk. i just tell Oh, Sammy actually is in the Dean Martin one for about five seconds yeah he has one line yeah oh, yeah, he sammy.
2: Just, yeah they opened the door and there oh, he is sammy. with the santa hat on <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's like, Look, for we right. got another member well bye there yeah. he is Let's yeah sammy it. was there but you know what frank sinatra and dean martin they insisted that sammy be involved with everything they do they were mm-hmm. they were pretty amazing yeah, what year for a was second? this 67 okay. yeah. in 67.
2: Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. could be on stage entertaining tons of people. Everybody knew who he was. Black and him, Jewish. But he couldn't eat in the restaurant. I, yeah.
4: Yeah, I, know. I know.
1: It's, it's like,
0: 67. Doesn't make it. yeah. 67. They won't yeah, give him Sammy downstairs. That was,
2: that was, that was <laughs> it just blows my mind. <laughs> it's yep. so
0: weird. Yep. It's it day, blows, like,
2: everybody's buying tickets to see him perform. <laughs> but he can't eat in the restaurant. And he he's not allowed yeah. to drink from Believe it, when they like, said that
4: what? the red sox would go down south for oh, spring yeah. training, and oh, yeah. there are half the players that couldn't go in the places yep they have to exactly. go in back just, and get it from the kitchen it's, so, it's yeah.
2: mind-boggling Yep, yeah
0: well that was i mean jackie robinson when yep. he first yeah. came up they, they wouldn't let him eat in the restaurants when they nope. went on, and wouldn't couldn't stay in the same hotel Kevin. what
1: was that movie that came out not green book yeah, Green Book. That was really
4: good. With uh, Mond- uh, what's yeah. his name, the comedian's in it. Um, ah, the Italian comedian um, oh, Sebastian. 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 Yeah. yeah, he's in that. Maniscalco. Yeah, that's oh, really good. It's yeah.
1: about a black jazz musician. Correct. And he can't. Oh eat yeah, where the the he has the manager or whatever. Yep. That's yeah.
4: With him. Yep. The Italian guy who yep. <laughs> eats a pizza bite. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> you know, like like
4: Bob Sandsvire style. Bob <laughs> style. <laughs>
3: you turn it into a sandwich.
4: Down, a pizza sandwich.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what? That is this is technically the way
3: they say to eat it.
4: That is a good movie.
0: Now that it's is a really
1: from, good movie.
0: Yeah, we'll Greenbug. do that. I, we'll I we'll, that we'll get the ago. red Savoy and we'll just fold it over. over. <laughs> That'll be good. That'll be good. By the way, I do want to mention this very quickly, and we'll get back to other subjects. But this meant a lot to me as a young boy. Two guys got in the Baseball Hall of Fame from nope. the Minnesota Twins Tony Oliva and Jim Codd. I thought now you were going about
4: Minnie Minoso. Minoso
5: and, I uh, love
0: Minnie Minoso.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had never and heard of Tony. But Williams
4: or Buck Gatorade. Buck Oliva? I a, I no, don't follow. I
5: haven't heard of him. I either. don't
1: follow baseball. You've never but, heard of
5: Tony Oliva. Uh, but You've never heard of Tony Oliva. You well Michael his, Me Bryan. neither.
1: No. I, <laughs> wait, what? His son <laughs> is running for yeah, Saran. In Edina. Bloomington. He was oh, He's was like, a like a our representative in... no, and that national night out he came and was like shaking hands everybody and one of our neighbors comes up to me and he's like he's Tony Oliva's son and I was like yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh boy. No and
1: totally I was like, a I was like "Dan, who is that? And he's a like, baseball player." I was like, All right. Sounds.
0: No, Tony good. Oliva's is one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and he got hurt. Well, and he he's just ended his career. Yeah.
4: He, was, he was very talented. He yes. would have I been would phenomenal that, had not he not gotten to, hurt. Yeah, but well, he's, he's, he's. Oh no! Player, here, compared but, to yeah. every yeah. Red Sox. I can hear it in your voice. just give
2: Tony something. No,
4: Tony. Right. This is great. I saw him play very end of his career. Lee, yeah. I loved him. Yeah, when they'd replace him at first base, he'd, he'd be the first batter, and they'd replace him at first base. When Do did you
5: he play? 50s, 60s. But, 70s, but he finished 70s, in
4: the 60s, 70s, right? 60s. Isn't it his last year? And he's just making the yeah, Hall
2: of Fame yeah, now?
4: Yeah. He had you know, the in. Right. Is he any But Rod, Rod Carew got him in is what happened. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Rod you're got him in. Right. Is he, he still alive? Yeah, he's still yeah, alive. He is, yeah. I still goes to boxing. He's probably, he's probably I saw him at boxing. This show not that Cameron long ago. He'll still meet people at Twins Game. Tony he shows up at his gate. I don't know Tony Oliva is. Get out of here. Get, get out of here. I, I was I born I... in 92.
5: Yeah. Why would okay. I get
0: Babe Ruth, <laughs> Lou Gehrig, both names ringing bells. They played in the 20s. No
4: offense to Mr. Tony okay. if he's listening, but he's clearly not Babe Ruth. If I know who Shoeless Joe Jackson is. That was in the 1980s. I know who he is too, but that's. I don't know. So you know who Jim Codd is, right? Uh, no, no, really. No. He's an announcer. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I
3: don't
4: know. I don't see a thing. I don't follow it. baseball like that. Apparently, I like can't. I can't work past with
0: past twins. Anymore. I can <laughs> name everybody out of the burned Joe. Burned a He's burning bridges. Anyway, okay. So for all people who are wise and know who these two
4: people are,
0: congratulations, to Tony, leaving
4: Jim Cott. And love both. Manoso got in, and also. Um, it's it's uh, Buck the cat, I think he was a catcher um, from that played in mostly the Negro League mostly. That's um, <laughs> what
5: it's called. I don't know. I don't know. Man, but was was luck luck
2: luck, Buck, look at uh, Tabitha. He's like listening to totally All
4: he says like, <laughs> oh, "Hey, are oh, you ready for a Negro League? Negro League? It's not no, no, Buck, no, 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 Buck Henry. It's Buck. Not Buck Henry. No, it's sorry. Ah uh, shit, <laughs> I know it. Not Buck Owens." Uh, Dang it. No, that that whole classic came in is really good. Then we'll see who gets voted in in a couple weeks. Is Jimmy Pierce all in the Hall of Fame? No, because he doesn't deserve to be in. Why not? He was crazy.
0: <laughs> but he went Just out the center field crazy. wearing a beetle
4: wig.
1: That's ableist Michael Bryan.
4: <laughs> yeah, but
0: oh, geez,
1: you
4: know, sure you yeah, Hall of Fame. Let's Way see. to go,
0: Michael Bryan. Yeah, okay. I love Hodges, Jimmy Pierce, Gil also.
4: Hodges, Minnie Minosa, oh, Buck O'Neill. Buck O'Neill. O'Neill. That was his last oh, name. Gil Hodges just got in the Hall
1: of Fame. <laughs> Bucky. Wait all right. There.
4: Gil Hodges just Bucko. got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he just did.
0: What, what Was that cause... 100 years ago?
4: <laughs> but he had a problem because of the transfer from the Brooklyn to yeah. out in L.A., and he never, he wasn't like How do you
1: have this much space in your brain?
4: Yeah,
0: because yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all important things.
4: It's all <laughs> more important Mace-ball. than kale. I
0: have a
1: hard time remembering people's <laughs> right. names that I oh, met five minutes I mean. ago.
0: Baseball will never be as big as it was. Was never no, again. No. Well, well go to Japan. They love it there. They do they still love, love baseball. baseball in Japan.
4: You're right about it. But that. was that a two time all star.
1: Such a big deal in Japan are so interesting.
4: And was the first black coach in the National and American league. These are important things to know. Yeah.
1: Sure. I'll remember all this. <laughs> we need to know this. Yeah. Sure.
0: <laughs> You're gonna remember <laughs> it all,
1: huh? Alex? You
3: Michael Bryant on retainer just goes in
0: baseball is next
3: week? <laughs> <is next> week? <laughs> Well I mean things you remember things I think that happened when you were young. So yeah. you you were both very into baseball no. when you were young. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, any cards. movie you yeah. watched when you were young, you could probably name every character. Yeah. Nope. All those old classic Disney movies. I've literally movies. been
1: watching a show with Dan for a week now, and I'm like, who's that? What did the I Beatles? say? What? What did
4: I say? I uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> David?
4: What if, if you watched like, a show or heard a song from your childhood? You'd yeah. be like, you oh, remember. I remember every word. I remember, <clears throat> like, you'd remember more of it than you think. Yeah.
3: It's like, I can name all the characters from all those classic Disney movies and all those shows I used to watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, uh Melissa and I last year, we watched all through the show called young and hungry with Haley Joel Osment oh, I like him Which one's the guy Is Haley that Haley Joel Osment Yeah oh, It's his sister then whatever yeah, her name is Cuz
1: um, young and Hungry? I cannot
3: name... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't name one character. We watched the whole thing. It's I can't terrible. name a single character. It's the worst it show. Wasn't I watched it
1: when I was bedridden with Fawn, because I literally watched everything. Bed-ridden I watched everything. Fun. When I was pregnant with her, <laughs> yes. and I couldn't move. I and I was. I watched Young and Hungry. I was like, this is garbage. Wasn't but great. I don't have anything else to watch. But yeah, we've been, Dan and I have watched... like. We have not watched a show in two years. We were talking about this morning. You just said
4: you watched something.
1: Yeah. Well, like, no, Dan and I haven't, like, oh, let's together. sit down and watch a show. We watch it's cool, so Yellowstone. You got we're watching Yellowstone. Learn
4: learn life. You got kids, man. That's what happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah.
1: And, like, I'll watch Very things true. on my iPad or whatever by myself. But, like, he and I haven't, like, let's go downstairs in front of the television and watch a show. And we've been watching no, Yellowstone. Leave. And no, I, yesterday yeah. I was, like, which one's that? Yeah. What's his name? And I'm like, they're main character.
4: They'll leave for college <laughs> at some point, and then you'll get back to that.
2: No, I yeah. remember when you guys were growing up, everybody was watching Friends. I oh, don't. Yeah. I didn't watch an episode of Friends till mm. two years after it went what? into reruns. I would have
4: pegged you for a huge. I like you, you liked.
1: I, him, I, you watched, watched, I had kids.
2: You, you, you still
4: watched ER. Anything. Great, you
1: watched ER. Yeah, and I liked Star ER Star Trek, Trek, Trek
4: Voyager. Yes? Voyager.
1: That the things I remember you watching. Star Trek Voyager.
2: Voyager's good. She was into. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm I watched the new Picard's face. Well, I think you like <laughs> <because> <laughs> the,
4: bald, what, the bald lady. Bald lady? Yeah, wasn't there a bald lady in that one? Oh. You, you
3: might be thinking of Seven of Nine. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Back yeah, when she was a Borg. Again. Yeah.
4: Yeah. What are you talking? I think you talking
3: like Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, bald lady? Because the captain's name was Catherine and she was a redhead. Oh, okay. so. Okay. Captain Catherine Represent.
1: Janeway. Was she a rooster?
3: she <laughs> 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 Well, she was a captain wow. of a Federation <laughs> <after> star- <laughs> starship. So, no. So, throwing,
1: so no. She's Catherine's not a loser. Captain yeah, of a, thing. Of a spaceship. <laughs> kind of a big deal. I,
3: I will tell you this, uh,
0: and I'm very serious about this. Been, after having COVID and being in a prison cell for two and a half weeks. No not in A prison
4: cell. cell. He here.
1: literally here. was just in his house I'm, for 12 yeah. days.
4: Your uh, are 3,000
3: square foot. he's right. people who are actually in prison, prison no,
4: you weren't in a prison cell. Like, were you but Cuomo? Like <laughs> you CNN in his million-dollar house? You How's suffer? he doing? I
2: remember that. He's Not Same. good. Yeah. He's
4: fired. He's oh, things ain't good. He's no. done. He's yeah.
5: The yeah.
3: yeah,
2: they got rid of him. I he
0: remember
3: when to, he might go yeah. to jail.
4: COVID really? first started, and they, they were doing the uh, jail for Wait,
0: Which one? Oh, all these women are coming out no, now. Yeah, but won't no. put her oh, in jail.
4: You're talking about the politician guy one. Or no, the or the brothers. Brothers. Yeah. both of them. Both There's a new one. story coming out on in him that's oh, been coming out now. They're okay. Both
0: bad. He got fired from CNN.
1: Okay, so what revelation did you have after yes. sitting in your, your basement? COVID,
0: your COVID prison with a stuffy nose. I could never go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, that one. I could never go. I'd run the cup up and down the bar. Out here! Out of here!
1: Out. Oh my God! You were, you were Attica. so Attica. annoying. Oh story. my God! <laughs> I was annoying. So annoying.
0: I'm, I'm dying of COVID. You I'm glad I didn't perish. You were. Even remotely.
1: Like people like, How is he? How is he? And I'd literally say, (laughs) Oh you know, he had the Tom strain.
0: So yeah, it was yeah, worse. Man he had the man. Was he he had man COVID. <laughs> Much worse than everyone else. Man COVID is worse
1: than yeah. regular
0: people. Oh, no, I'm telling you, I did get sick it. as hell, yeah. yeah. though. I got very, very. I, I was You, were not a middle you middle weren't a ventilator. You weren't that that's sick. sick. I mean, I was there was L. never a yeah, time that was like. Oh, he fucked his way out of
6: While he had
2: COVID, he was denying COVID. He's like,
1: I don't think this is COVID. I really
0: don't. this feels like He wanted to go out. And I'm like, that's
1: what everybody says. It feels
0: Brian is still so sick. It's stuffed up, he can't talk. Oh, really? And he had it five days before I did, so Doesn't there you he, go.
1: He's smoked
0: pretty. Back in the day, he hasn't smoked in a long time now. Really? But I mean, God, we're talking to each other this morning. He's like, So, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Professional know wrestling.
3: Honest <laughs> to God. <laughs> It was a real thrill. Oh, my God. And we were it. at
1: our house just, like, pumping ourselves full of supplements. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like,
3: blame you. I don't you. want. So I did. took all the vitamins. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I still don't know how the hell I got it, but I, somebody I down understand in a Nashville how I trip. I didn't trip,
1: get it.
4: <laughs> because I was Because yeah. you're part of the <laughs> yeah. superhumans. Like yeah, we're the yes.
1: superhumans. Yes.
4: Yeah, yes. who have never gotten it.
2: Especially the first night when he you're finds out, he finds here out here that he's go. got it. He's walking around the house screaming into his cell phone. And he's, like, walking around the house screaming. I'm, like, projecting.
0: COVID. <laughs> COVID. But, hey, why would I be screaming COVID? on my phone? i on the, ra- the radio you, business. Because you were mad be because
1: KQ didn't have any COVID protocols. Yeah, they did. They had n N ninety No, they had N95 masks at every gathering nobody were to they, where were the they they were, they were at saw the entry of every never, saw, never were, saw one I stole eight of them because no, one, <laughs> was to, what is this no one was taking them
5: no one uh, yeah, was taking
4: no.
1: them because they, uh, like they were just I don't think like, stealing
4: a, masks, they they a, masks against the law they were in a no although in Nashville it might be no they were in a basket
1: for people to take when they went into things and nobody wore a mask at all and they KQ had a basket of N95 no like wear this and you win like a COVID would it probably
2: sound like it was voluntary, they didn't hand them out and say, please wear a mask, please wear a yeah, mask. Yeah, but
1: that's
0: people are going to
1: make their own choices.
0: Right. No, no, no. You, when you've no. got that many people together, you need somebody there going, you need to back off. I yes. mean, people cannot be in your face. Like, somebody should well, have we been were, wrangling the crowd okay. going, and we you we need to, to back off.
1: You inside, security.
0: No, I'm
4: saying you need, like, personal security. He's having I think Tevin's trying to you? say that he yeah. wants yeah, put on black. Yeah, <laughs> if, if it had been, like, the, the boat trip, stop. you would, add would yeah, you have had like personal this. security. Yeah. like right. Nobody in a fake <laughs>
0: yeah. No, there's a perfect example. went on a boat trip, and Michael Bryant did personal security for me. Nobody got near me. He was safe.
1: Good. You're going to need a Key West who you going to bring.
0: There ain't going to be no Key West. Really? Key West is out.
1: Why? I'm going.
0: Alex is going. I'm going to show
4: up at Key West. The show. Show with a cardboard cut out of Tom. I'll do the show for you. Well, i tell you if
0: I ever travel again, they're going to have security everywhere we go and I'm not talking about to break up fights for to prevent things exactly like what mm-hmm. happened when all three of us got sicker than hell well, because there was no security. Well,
1: now you don't have to worry about it. For if you did go to Key West, six you would have to worry about it. the CDC. Minimum of 6 months. Minimum? Yep. Most times, How about Omicron. High at 10 ten. Omicron, actually, it's more contagious, but less severe.
4: That's the
3: word. Yeah, but that's what viruses that's do. Good. hopefully it's yeah. fallen yeah. apart
1: and it'll go there's away.
5: there's
3: two things that I'll be forever
0: grateful for. There's no question about it. And I can't think of either one of them right no. now. <laughs> 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 something, something, something I'm really know. grateful for, but I can't oh, remember what the hell I remember COVID. COVID.
1: So, okay, what's what I am pretty sure I had COVID in February, in February of Oh, 2020? no, wait.
4: Don't you can't admit to that? I can't. Dad, take you out of the superhuman class. I, had,
1: you I had some other yeah. virus and true, 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 true. I was fine. Oh, no. Oh, my headphones went out for a second. But I remember I could not speak like a normal human for like a month afterwards. I was well, like, I have this.
0: Three weeks for me now. Today's three weeks. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I just could not.
0: Just put sounds like words daily together. life
3: for me.
1: Well, I mean, worse <laughs> than usual,
3: uh, which is already bad. We have Wendy on the phone. Wendy. Okay, i got to
0: tell one story before Wendy pops on. Did you hear the story of the woman who went over to her boyfriend's house or met some guy, went over to his house?
1: Not ever. I think they were dating.
0: (laughs) And I still don't know how this happened because she was dressed. She accidentally pooped on the guy's floor and Um. then went to find something to clean it up. And in the meantime, he walked in, thought it was mud, and kicked it aside.
2: First this of is all, a national news okay. story. Yeah, it was
0: first a national all, news story. Why do we know this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta tell Wendy we got to take a quick break. Sounds like we'll be back deal in just a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, need you to we're, go. We're, we're at 45 minutes right now. Okay. We'll take a break. So Wendy, so you'll weird. be spring. you'll when be you right, you right you out of the shoot wait.
3: on the next one. Well, we have Kostaki in the second segment, so yeah, call in the first segment at the second hour. Well,
1: she can just wait, can't she?
3: Or, yeah, you can just sit here for about five minutes if you want. Way. Jurassic
1: Park next door.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we have dinosaurs are moving in on the building. They do it move. In like herds.
1: T-Rex scene.
3: <laughs> we,
0: yeah, they do move in herds. We'll be back move, with Wendy and Kostaki after this.